Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from Carrie Underwood and a big surprise from my favorite fellow redhead, Reba McIntyre. Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of May 23rd, 2022. We're bringing you the hottest news and the newest music in country music every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And now for the hottest news in country this week. The hottest. hottest. You know I love a good collaboration, so I have to kick this week's news off with Eric Church inviting Ashley McBride on stage at Madison Square Garden for an onstage performance of The Outsiders and Bible and 44. Both themselves are legendary performers, but together they absolutely knocked it out of the park. You are not going to want to miss out on this, so make sure you check that out through the link in our weekly newsletter or up on our socials now. Speaking of incredible performances, Chris Stapleton honored the one, the only, Lionel Richie with the performance of Say You, Say Me during a pre-taped PBS special. Lionel Richie, the Library of Congress Gershwin Prize for Popular Song. Absolutely stunning. If you've listened to a previous episode and heard me talk about Chris, you know that he is one of my favorite artists of all time. And Lionel Richie is such a legend. This performance is incredible. And it's just such a wonderful tribute to him. Make sure you check that out now. Link again in our weekly newsletter, but also up on YouTube now. You are not going to want to miss out on this one. Zach Brown Band's John Driscoll Hopkins shared his recent ALS diagnosis in an emotional video on the band's Instagram page. We here at ACN are wishing him all the best, sending all our prayers and love to him at this difficult time. But also, I wanted to take this time to tell you that you can help find a cure for ALS by texting HOP, H-O-P, to 345-345, or you can visit hoponacure.org now to make a donation and learn more. Craig Morgan was recently honored to have been inducted into the U.S. Field Artillery Hall of Fame for his 17 years of active duty, wishing him a huge congratulations there. And to any of you listening, if you have ever served, thank you so much for everything you do. We here at ACN appreciate you so much. Well, folks, Christmas has come early. Dolly Parton announced that her new Christmas special, Dolly Parton's Magic Mountain Christmas, will be coming out this fall. And I love that it's coming out before Christmas. I feel like it gives you a chance to really soak it in and then bring it back out for the holidays. And I just love Dolly so much. If you've listened to any previous episodes, you know I'm such a huge fan of hers, but really, who isn't? And speaking of Dolly, fun fact, she appears in the finale episode of Grace and Frankie on Netflix, which I just finished. And if you haven't checked out that show yet, 
I highly recommend it. Stay tuned for more details on her special. You know, we'll be talking about it all here first. Congratulations are in order for Mr. Luke Combs. He celebrated his 13th number one single with doing this. We are sending him a huge congratulations. I'm such a fan of this guy. No surprise that this song went number one. He literally can't be stopped. He just keeps producing smash after smash, and there's no slowing him down. Here's to number 14, which I'm sure will be coming soon. Jerry Lee Lewis, Keith Whitley, and Joe Gallant were announced as the 2022 Country Music Hall of Fame inductees, sending them all a huge congratulations. Such an honor and all so well-deserved. Some exciting festival news for y'all. The Palomino Festival announced that Zach Bryan will be joining the lineup for the July 9th festival. I truly just get ecstatic every time I see a new date of a performance by anyone, even if I'm not in the area and won't be able to attend. It is just so amazing to have live music back again, and I am so looking forward to talking to you all about the shows I have coming up. I'll be seeing my favorite duo, Mr. Ryan Hurd and Miss Maren Morris coming up this summer, so stay tuned for all the details on that. And if you haven't yet, make sure you check out their schedules coming up. Those are some shows you're not going to want to miss out on. I have some very exciting small screen announcements for you. Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani are set to return to The Voice this fall, but shockingly, veteran Kelly Clarkson revealed that she will not be returning. Taking her place, though, will be the one and only Miss Camilla Cabello. And I'm very excited to see how that goes, especially since she was a part of a television competition show. I feel like she will have the inside knowledge and be able to coach her teammates so well. So very much looking forward to seeing that. And as if that announcement wasn't exciting enough, Reba McIntyre announced that she will be joining Big Sky series on ABC, and I am so excited to see her return to the small screen. She's also joining a killer cast, and I think if you decide to watch this show, you are going to notice so many familiar faces like Jamie Lynn Sigler, Constance Zimmer, Ryan Philippe, Kylie Bunbury. I mean, we have people on here from so many iconic shows like True Blood, The Sopranos, Entourage, The OC. I could go on and on and on. Make sure you check this one out. It's going to be a can't miss. And I, for one, know I will be setting my DVR to this immediately. And now it's time for what you've all been waiting for, the hottest releases in music this week. New. New. It's new. New music. Carrie Underwood released her latest country cheating song, She Don't Know. And this woman just slays every single time. And we all know she can do a cheating song. And this one is no different. An absolute jam literally cannot get enough. This album is bringing me back to the original Carrie Underwood, my favorite. And it's just been so cool to see her keeping reinventing herself and just trying new things. And I know this next album is going to be an incredible era. High Valley dropped their sixth studio album way back, and it's an absolute smash. You know, if you've listened to any previous episodes, that I am a sucker for a title track. 
So I'm telling you to go listen to the whole album, but make sure you check out way back the single because it is my favorite. Lainey Wilson released her new single, Heart Like a Truck, and I literally can't get enough of this woman. She is taking the country world by storm. I am just blown away by everything she does. And Heart Like a Truck is just another example of what an incredible lyricist she is and just an incredible artist in general. You're going to want to add this one to your summer playlist. You're going to have it on repeat. Tyler Hubbard released his first solo track, Five Foot Nine, and I'm so surprised that we're already getting a song from him. I think it was last week's episode, or maybe even the one prior, where I spoke about Florida Georgia Line taking a hiatus, and Tyler is wasting no time. I have to say, I love this song. It is such a great intro into his solo career because it's a fast, upbeat song. It's coming out the perfect time of year. We're heading into summer. But also, I feel like a lot of Florida Georgia Lines music over the year have leaned really heavy on the pop side of country, even with a little bit of hip-hop and R&B in there. And this one feels a little bit more back to country roots. Still has those pop melodies and beats, but this one is just taking me back to more of what I would consider country, country today. And I just really love it. It's another one you're going to want to add to your summer playlist. It's so fun and the lyrics are great. Looking forward to seeing more from him. Marcus King shared his new track, Rescue Me. And this song is definitely on the rock side of country, which I absolutely love. And this song is super intense. It's all about being in that time of suffering and just saying like, hey, I need you to help me out of this. And also talking about the vices that we turn to in our life sometimes when we're struggling and maybe they aren't the best vices, but it's how we cope. And I just think it's a really great song and he's definitely an artist you want to look out for because I think he's bringing a new element to the genre, especially to country radio. Don't see a lot of, I feel like, pure rock country on the radio. And as I've said before, I just love all the different facets of this genre. You know, it's not pure country. It's all the different genres kind of blending together these days. And I think it's really interesting to see new artists paving the way in a different way. And I just absolutely love that. Zach Bryan released his new single, American Heartbreak, which is actually a part of his album, same title, and has 34 songs which I think is pretty incredible for an upcoming artist. And honestly, I couldn't possibly tell you to choose one of these. But what I can tell you is that you should listen to it in its entirety because he is an incredible artist. For me, he's on the Americana side of country, which I just absolutely adore, and this one will put you all in your feels. Raleigh Keegan shared his latest single, Miss Me Memphis, off his upcoming EP, A Tale of Seven Cities, and it is just another home run for me with this guy. He was my first interview for the podcast. Feels like many moons ago, but it really wasn't that long ago, and we're just such fan of his here, and I cannot wait to hear the rest of this EP. Russ Stallon shared his track, Do What You Gotta Do, featuring Dan Tominski, 
And this one is country country, and I am here for it. You can hear some picking going on, and there is a line that says, the way you have your eggs is no concern of mine. And I may have just butchered that, but something along the lines of that, and I just absolutely love that. It's such a cheeky way of saying that you don't need to know any of that because it's not your concern. And it's just so fun. You're definitely going to want to add this one to your playlist. And kick back, have a drink, and maybe a bonfire. I could totally see everyone getting up and dancing to this one, though. Mackenzie Carpenter dropped her new song, Can't Nobody. And this one is just so fun. There's a mention of the queen herself, Dolly Parton, and... Again, you know I'm a sucker for a lyricist, and she does so amazing on this. And not to mention that, but she is also an incredible vocalist. This one is another one you're going to add to your summer playlist. Katie Offerman released her latest single, Don't Do It in Texas. And this is all about a breakup song where she sings, please don't break up with me in Texas. I don't want to be an ex from Texas. And I think this song is so fun. And I think it's honestly so unique. I mean, obviously, we've heard the ex's lines in a lot of songs, but this is just a really cool new take on it. And I can't say enough about her. Honestly, I know I say this so many times, but she is another artist to watch out for. There are just so many incredible artists coming up the ranks. So make sure you check her out. She is incredible. Madison Kozik shared her new track, If We Were a Country Song. And honestly, I can't get over this girl. I discovered her this past week and I have not been able to stop listening to her since. She is seriously has one of the most insane voices. It's that buttery, smooth, like rich, warm kind of vocal, which I absolutely live for. And the lyrics of this song are just so beautifully heartbreaking. I cannot say enough about her. And I hope that I get to have her on the show one day because I am absolutely obsessed with her. So make sure you check her out and the rest of her catalog because she is not going anywhere anytime soon. Stephanie Ryan dropped her new single, Regulars and Drop-Ins. And I think this is a really cool song. This is a, another subject that I think is really unique. It's all about those friends we have who are always there, always stick around, but then the ones who just drop in and are there every once in a while. And I just think it's such a great subject and I just love her. She is the sweetest person and again, another artist to watch out for. You can listen to all this new music out this month on our All Country News Spotify playlist and you can check out all upcoming album releases through the link in our weekly newsletter. This week, I was lucky enough to sit down with Joshua Dylan Bailey's and he is this incredible up-and-coming Americana artist, and I am absolutely obsessed with his new album, We're on Fire. I cannot recommend him enough, and this week's episode, we got to sit down and talk about the album, what's coming up for him touring-wise, and some other fun stuff, so make sure you check it all out here now. How are you, Rebecca? I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm good. Um, oh, hanging out. Certainly looks day. nice where you are. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. I'm in Nashville right now, and it's been like a week of 
fantastic weather, which is great for a city that rains so much. Well, I'm so excited to have you on the show. I have been listening to your new album, We're on Fire, all day in preparation for this. And it's just, it's truly a stellar album. Wow. Thank you. I'm really glad. First of all, thank you so much for having me on. And I'm really glad that you like it. Um, You know, we finished this record probably a year or two years ago and we didn't take it out because we couldn't tour. So I have forgotten what it felt like, like what it feels like to other people. It came out on Friday and it's totally, it's like reinvigorating to have other people listen and hear the perspective. So thank you so much for listening. It has such a great vibe to it. And I feel like you're putting it out at the best time because I don't know if you meant for it to be released when the warmer weather was coming in, but it's such like a, like listening to it outside or just like, it's such a chill album. So it's, this is like the best time of year to put it out in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I I like how music can tie itself to the seasons. And I knew I wanted it to be a summertime record, like songs like Coming of Age and Lydia and Long Time Coming. I wanted people to be together on their way to the pool or wherever they're going in their busy lives and have windows down and nice weather and good music on. I don't know. Those are my favorite times. So So how did you come up with the title or just at least how did you decide that song was going to be the title track and that would be the title of the album. The record changed titles a couple times. I had a song that I cut from the record called We're All I Have. That'll probably be on the next one. And that was the working title for a long time. And there was Long Time Coming, which felt a little too on the nose because the record took a while to to come out. Um, That was a possible title track. But lyrically, I felt like the message or the theme that kind of carried through the record and that I could hang my hat on was the lyric to We're on Fire. And it also just seemed maybe in a um, more abstract way, like an allusion to the collective whatever we've been going through for a while now. So it felt timely, appropriate. It had a nice ring to it. So had to call it something. We just went with that. Well, I like it. And I do think it's very fitting. And it's such a great way to end the album. I listened through a few times today. And I always think it's really interesting how an artist decides to close out an album. And it's really incredible. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's funny. My The last songs on records always tend to be my favorite. And there are, you know, bands that like Radiohead or songwriters Sharon Van Etten. And they always make the the last track. Sometimes it's the best track on the record. I think I think Sharon Van Netten, she wrote one of my favorite songs ever called Every Time the Sun Comes Up, I'm in Trouble. Every Time the Sun Comes Up. And it's the last song on the record. And it's like such a gutsy move to make your audience listen that far in. I think most people are like, put the best song up front, put the best song up front. But there's a maturity to that that I always thought was really cool. So... I don't know. It's like, you don't want to fizzle out. Maybe put a song that you like at the end and see where that takes you. That's awesome. So if you had to pick a favorite song, at least your favorite song today off the album, which one would you choose? Boy, I think it's a, a tie for me. I really like Coming of Age for drive time. If it's a sunny day and you're driving, um, Coming of Age 
is probably what I would turn to. But if you're, if you're in a space and you're alone, then maybe grandmother, a folk tune, it's got a really sparse arrangement, it's acoustic with some ambient electric stuff and an intimate lyric. I don't know. It's a toss up. Well, those are two of my favorites as well. I really love coming of age. So that is a great one. I know you grew up in a musical family and I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit what that was like. And also, you know, how did you decide to get into music and make the move to Nashville? Yeah, my dad's a bass player in Dallas and he did a a track with Leon Bridges in Fort Worth not too long ago. So he's just been there for a long time playing. And my early years, he did a lot to shape and cultivate my taste. He was always kind of a snob and wouldn't let me <laughs> listen to pop songs. I remember when I was five years old, I got a Walkman and I asked for um, the CDs out at the time that were hot were that Britney Spears record where she's like in pink in a skirt. What is that called? Um, oh my gosh, I wish I could tell you. <laughs> I know, but you know the one where she's like curled up in a skirt and yeah. that record, Ricky Martin's Living La Vida Loca and the Backstreet Boys. And I was like, those are the songs I want. Those are the three CDs I want. And I want a CD player for my birthday. And I just remember my dad at the dinner table being like, you really like that stuff, huh? And I was like, whoa, whoa what do you mean? And that was the first time that I was ever like conscious or aware of taste or opinion. So he was always there in the background. He, he wanted to feed me, you know, things that he approved of or liked or that he thought had more depth or whatever. Yeah, I just have early memories of driving through West Texas to go to my grandmother's house and listening to Fade Into You by Mazzy Star, like in the 90s when it was fresh record. And those are memories that are etched into my brain, like head against the window, looking at the stars, Fade Into You playing, what is this feeling? I don't know, but I like it. Um, being a little kid, you know. And as I got older, in fifth grade, iTunes came out. And I remember my dad, like, spending three months taking a thousand CDs and burning them to his laptop so that he could make a library, which was a huge deal. Totally revolutionary. And then he would burn compilation CDs, which is like the modern mixtape of its day. And... It had modern stuff. So when I was 10, I remember he made me these two records, these two CDs that I listened to on repeat for like a year. And those are the ones that did me in where I knew I was always going to be in music. I didn't have a choice. I loved it too much. I, I became obsessed against my own will with guitar. And it had some Tom Petty on it. It had a lot of the early White Stripes hits. It had... The Strokes, he also burned the two Strokes records, Is This It and Room on Fire, and those sent me. Um, early Coldplay, but like B-sides, because it was my dad's, so it was like warning sign, not necessarily yellow, and I fell in love. So that was always there in the background, and I'm, I'm grateful for that because more than anything, I think when you tell people that you want to go into music, it's a very... It's very gutsy. It's a it's a risk. It's a risk. Like nobody's mother is excited to hear when at seventeen you're like, well, I don't know so much if I'm if I'm going to go to college, mom. I'm going to play guitar, but that I never had that voice, which was good. At least on my dad's side, it was always like, do it, do it, do it. So he was a huge influence um, 
far as just introducing me to that world and making it feel possible. His brother, my uncle, played in bands until he was 27 years old. And then he went back to school and went into the business world. And he helped a lot on this record as far as guiding and helping us find a studio out in Nashville. His influence was tremendous. And on the physical CD, I dedicated it to he and his wife, Jim and Dana Hopkins, for all their help. My, my dad's mother, he was adopted, but his biological mother was a backup singer on the Hayride Tour with Patsy Cline through the South, like way back in the day. And there's so little that remains of that time period as far as photos and images. So we would just always ask her to tell us stories. And it was cool. My dad was a toddler and he met Elvis. Um, and I guess he said something like, hi, Mr. Parsley. And had a laugh. Um, and then, so that was his biological mother. Or, yeah. And my grandmother was in, weirdly in, you can see her in the footage where Dylan goes electric. Like when they, that guy famously yells out, Judas, when he's playing rock and roll. And then he cuts to the oh crowd God. and you can see her head like in the roads. It's, it's, so it's, that was cool. But um, yeah, music has always been there. As far as moving out to Nashville goes, I had put out an EP in 2016 and I should have toured on it, but I got so excited about starting a band afterward that I didn't. And we ended up, we, we spent two years on this record. And then my bandmates at the time had a change of heart. And he was like, you know, I just don't know if I want to do music anymore. I don't know if I want to be broke. I think I'm, I think I'm going to get a job and you know, the record is yours to do with what you will. And um, that was like a major left turn. It's like, okay, now what? So I had this record, but to put all the pieces around the record as far as players, it was going to be a lot of work. And it didn't seem like the same thing as I was doing it alone because it was, there was so much compromise from the band. It was like a lot of people's lyrics and a lot of people's melodies. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I can necessarily shoulder the burden of this band on my own, but I've got all this material that didn't fit the sound that I could record right now. So I knew I had to do something fast. You know, I felt like two years had gone by and I didn't have much to show for it. So we started asking around, you know, what studios do you all recommend? And do you know any good producers or players? And somebody recommended Omni Sound Studios to us. So we called them. They were in Nashville. And I said, hey, my name is Josh. Um, I've got some demos I'd love for you all to hear. If you have any ideas or if this is a project you'd be interested in. Um, I'd love to talk to you all about it. And I called a lot of places in the country and not everyone was so responsive, but they called me back in half an hour and said that they'd already listened to the music and they had a list of players that they thought fit the sound and that they'd love to have me out if I wanted to do it. I thought, oh my gosh, that's what a warm reception. So we got some plane tickets and flew out and started tracking the record. Um, a guy named Lee Unfried and Roy Rositas was the engineer. And this was in 2018, even 19, I think, both. And it all worked out. But the crazy thing is, is that six months later, the person who recommended Omni Sound to us was a friend. And we were like, yeah, thank you so much for the recommendation. It turned out wonderfully. And they were like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was talking about a studio in Austin. So it was by 
complete chance that we <laughs> changed the direction of our lives, moved out to Nashville, and wound up at the studio where we recorded this record. I mean, oh it's wild about now. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It gives me chills because it felt so meant to be at the time, but that's the story. Yeah, Nashville just felt so approachable in every way. I mean, affordable, hopefully. It may not be for long, we'll see. And the people were still so warm and the musicians were so talented and open that it felt like the right thing to do at the time. It was like, okay, well, if we're going to go, let's go all the way. Um, and so that's where we've been. And that so far, so such good. such a killer story. That is so awesome. I can't believe that your friend recommended a place in Texas and you found us very like the same named one in Nashville. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. And flew across the country and we were living a lie. We had no idea, but it was the best lie. <laughs> we were like, it all worked out. So it's insane. Yeah. I, I can't believe it that it happened that way, but I think there's another one in Austin and that's when they recommended, which I'm sure they're great too. If they're listening, Omni Sound in Nashville, you guys are fantastic. And thank you for the part you played in our record. That is so cool. You know, when I hear stories like that, I feel like, you know, it's fate. It was written in the stars for you for that to happen. Yeah, I think so. That's how it felt for us, too. I mean, we still I still talk to the engineer and those producers every day. And when I've got demos, I go into that studio and we cut them and now we're friends. So it's definitely feels that way. You know, like fate had a hand in it and I love it. What can I say? We lucked out. Yeah, for sure. And I know, like you said, you've been holding on to this one for so long. You must be so excited to get out on the road and finally be able to play it live. Yes, that's, that's what we're doing right now. The band's inside. We're just rehearsing, rehearsing, rehearsing. We've probably got six rehearsals left before we leave in June. We're going to so many cities that a lot of us have never been to before, like Isaac, our drummer in, in Haven, our guitar player have never been to New York and we're playing Manhattan and Brooklyn and they're just ecstatic. We're like planning, we're going to go to Yankee stadium and do this, we do that. So it, that's huge. And just to be in front of people and finally playing this thing, it's, it's just, we've been so bottled up for so long. It's like a bottle of champagne that just needs to explode. It's like, let's go, let's go. Um, so yeah, we're excited. That is so awesome. Well, I'm excited for you. I was looking at where you're going on the tour and I love that you're starting out on the East Coast. I'm really going to try and come see you at a show. I'm hoping it'll work out with my work schedule. But so if I do, well, you'll have to look out for me in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You'll have to like email or text me or whatever, and we'll have to hang out. Um, we're doing another run in July. So if we can't do it in June, we'll make it happen. Awesome. That's so great. So before... I let you go. I like to ask like a few kind of rapid fire questions to end the show. So when okay. you're ready, let me know. <laughs> ready. Okay. So what venue is on your touring bucket list? What's the next one up? I've always wanted to play the whiskey. That would be huge. And the band and I were always like when we play the Ryman, when we play the Ryman, when we play the Ryman, because we're here in Nashville. So those are the dream. Those are the dream venues. Awesome. I love it. Okay. Up next, who would be your dream tour mate? I would love to, I don't know if our sounds fit together, but I would love to go on the road with Big Thief. You know that indie band from Brooklyn? 
Yes. Oh my gosh. I think you guys would actually mesh well together. I think so. Yeah, I think so. And you know what? I think it's cool when artists or bands go out on the road with people who have a different sound than them. I think it keeps it really interesting and it can introduce like your audience to a whole new vibe. So I'm in, I'm into it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's manifest. Let's make it happen. Okay. Next question. Who would be a dream duet partner for you? Sharon Bennett. Yeah. Those harmonies are, they're insane. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody else that comes to mind. I would love to sit in a room with Tom York and just a piano, but dream duet. Sharon Bennett. Yep. Love that answer. Okay. Next up, if you could have one of your songs in any TV show, it could even be one that's not on the air anymore. Which one would you choose? There's a show on right now on Amazon with Josh Brolin. And I don't know if it's Imogene Poots or Imogen Poots. I don't know how it's pronounced. Called Outer Range, which is kind of obscure, but it's like this Western sci-fi show with it's really philosophical there's this giant hole in the in the ground and you if you fall through it you like fall through time but it's at the same time it's got this western aesthetic and it's modern and cool i think that would be it that or yellowstone because yellowstone is like yeah yellowstone right now is famous for their their tracks they 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 curate their playlist for sure they do and it's so incredible my boyfriend and i are both obsessed with that show and every time a song comes on we're like oh my god another great one yeah that would be cool because you know you'd be in between like ryan bingham and jason isbell absolutely and you know it's funny now i don't know if you'll take this as a compliment or not (laughs) but back in the day i don't know if you remember a show called the oc oh yeah is like you know a teen drama you know maybe not the best acting but their playlists were always so amazing to me I felt like they were ahead of their time with some of the songs that they featured on there some of the artists and when I was listening to your album today there were a few songs that I was like I could totally see this on the OC I love that (laughs) that cracks me up no that would be amazing there I think about that all the time especially when you the business side kicks in and you're like, man, it sure would be nice if this was making some money. But I would love a coming of age rom-com placement. You know, I, there's a couple songs like Lydia or coming of age where it's like, I'm a sucker for the rom-com and I'll like tune in and watch them when I'm alone. And I wouldn't mind it one bit if we ended up on the OC. All right. So last Let's- rapid fire question for you. Who are you listening to right now? I am listening to the latest Sharon Van Etten record. It just came out. I think my favorite band of like the last three years has been Big Thief. I go through their discography all the time. And they've been so prolific too. They just keep putting music out, which is so cool. It is. Well, those are both great choices. And I would say that you're who I'm listening to right now since I had you on repeat all day. (laughs) Thank you, Rebecca. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been so great getting to talk to you and meet you. And hopefully I'll catch you at a show soon. I can't wait. Let's do it. Let's link up. Yeah. Have a great day. You too. 
before I sign off, you know we have to talk about Video of the Week. Video of the Week. This week's video goes to Hangover by Houston Bernard. The video is really funny, and to me, it's very realistic. It's about a couple, and the girlfriend or wife has a meeting in the morning, and she's like, you know, I can't drink. Like, I have a meeting in the morning, and he's like, oh, come on, just like a few. And then the night just turns into craziness. Friends up end up coming over, working into a hangover, ordering pizzas, eating on the floor. It's a really fun video. Make sure you check it out. And before I really sign off, you know I have to give you your monthly reminder to check out the latest episode of Country Confidential with my girl, Backstage Bobby. This one's all about Canadian country and features amazing artists like Brett Kissel, Dallas Smith, Hunter Brothers, and Tennille Towns. And another exciting announcement I have to make is that we have a new candle up on Good Sentiments, and that is called Come On In by Track 45, who also just so happens to sing the intro and outro for this podcast. Their candle will support the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is to further its mission to cure leukemia, lymphoma, Hodgkin's lymphoma, and myeloma to improve the quality of life of patients and their families. This one is a homey sweet tea and tobacco scent that makes you want to come on in and listen to your favorite Track 45 song. You can check that out on shopgoodsentiments.com and remember that $5 from every purchase will go to the charity. So it's a good time to pick those up. I know Christmas is far away, but it's never too early to get your shopping done. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. Country News Podcast is produced by me, Ashley Kim. I also executive produce alongside my team at Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you love this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends, Track 45, who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. Check out their newest EP, Big Dreams, wherever you listen to music. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.